So what's up? Uh, you know, not not a lot. Not a lot. I'm jobless. Doing a lot of... Not a lot of stuff. Crying. Lots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know. You know how it goes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I talked with you last night. Things haven't changed much. Yep. It's, it's, it's true. It's, 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 it, was all, it used to be hard, like, pretending like Blair and I didn't talk frequently, like, in, in preparation, for, like, at the start of the shows. But, like... With you, it's just, like, I literally talk to you, like, every day. Like, I don't talk to Blair every day. I don't tell Blair everything. But, like, you I talk to pretty much every day. Oh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> it's, uh... it's weird to catch up for the audience's sake. But I've got some interesting news. Some cool news. Coolnews.com. Oh, yeah? Um... Well, I bought a plane ticket to see my girlfriend out in Vancouver. I uh, out oh, on Vancouver really? Island. Oh, really? Yeah, which huh. is weird. Don't you also live on Vancouver Island? You know, now that I think about it, I do. That's I, interesting. Did I? Mm. And did I also hear you say that your girlfriend from upstate New York is flying out to see you at some point? In the oh, yes, month? yes. I, in fact, that is true. Uh, she's flying out very soon, and I'm very excited to see her. Wow, what a coincidence! Maybe we'll, maybe we'll run into each other. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, I bought a plane ticket to see Sophie, and um, I also made a down payment on a new place, which I'm very excited about moving into, but I'm not Fuck very excited yeah. about because, I mean, I'm not very excited about the move itself, <clears throat> because last time I moved, I was broken, and er, so, like, I other people did all of the lifting for me. This time, I actually have to put in the work, and I'm dreading it. Also, the fact that, like, I have a one-day, like, cycle, basically. Like, I have to be out of this house by the first, and I can't move into the new place until the first. Oh, no! And to complicate things even further, the first is a Wednesday next month. Oh, God. So well, I'm probably I'm probably just going to, like, move into my parents' house for, like, a week and then move on the weekend. Yeah, best of luck to you, babe. Yeah, semper funny. Semper funny. But yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, not much else. Um, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I've mentioned it since it happened, but I'm fully out as a girl at work now, and it rules. Oh yeah, that slaps. Slap city. It's it's a tough thing to do, but tough thing to do. But yeah, but thankfully, it's super worth it. Thankfully, I was out of the state when it was announced. Oh, oh, ideal. Uh, truly ideal. Oh. What about you? You been up to? You doing anything cool today? Uh, not today. I've just been watching shit. I went to a friend's birthday party nice. yesterday, but like old friends, straight families. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, families be like straight. Yep. It's a. They're super. It's a super liberal place. So it's just a bunch of middle-class people making niceties at each other, and I... How the fuck do you interact with those people? Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. I just noticed that eh. my... One of my... Well, I, the, my that's unfortunate was me noticing that one of my silicone titties has a nick in it, and it's leaking silicone juice. And oh, jeez, well... Thankfully they're, not the real, thankfully, they're not the real things. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Because I hadn't <laughs> noticed those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten the implants yet. Not yet. That I'm not getting those until like mid May. Oh no, that was supposed to be a surprise. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> surprise! I've got huge titties, and you can't like touch them in t for like three more weeks. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> gosh. Uh, you to... want to talk? Oh, go on. Oh. 
please. I was just, just going to say, can't wait to see those big titties. Yeah, those these honking badonkaroos. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about a movie? I do. All right. And theme song. everyone it's your number one fucking uh horror movie podcast uh i i feel like if i i feel like the day that i called that this this podcast the number one horror movie podcast that's the day that i have to like hang up my coat on like doing fun introductions like that that's true so it's it's your number one uh there's a hole in the wall where he can see it all podcast oh uh-huh uh-huh. <laughs> it's, your, it's your number one asexual glory hole podcast. <laughs> yeah. It is. Welcome. I'm Sarah, and I'm joined by a friend of the show, girlfriend of the show, uh, returning guest, Sophie. Hi, I'm Sophie Estrogen Liker, at Estrogen Liker on Twitter. I still don't really use Twitter. Thinking about getting back on there. You can follow me there if you want. I'm sorry to hear that you're thinking of getting back on there, but I will, I will, like, I, I am sorry for you, but I'm happy for me, because I like your tweets when you make them. Well, thank you. We'll <laughs> see, we'll see about it. I am yeah. currently jobless, so it's certainly the time. Yeah, really, no better time to get, no better time to get around it. Like, if you didn't join Twitter when you were, like, a student, like, no one, no one who has a job is like, I should join Twitter. Like, it's always students who hold their Twitter accounts until they have jobs, or, like, people who just like don't have a job oh yeah no one is no one is ever like hmm, well i have a nice stable job at this i have a nice stable job at this insurance company um well i guess now's a good time as any to start a twitter account <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah uh it's fear baiting uh you want to talk about some upcoming horror movies sure the only stuff that i'm seeing on upcominghorrormovies.com the website that we all love established yeah. 1999 the only stuff I see coming up that I recognize is that Beetlejuice 2 has been cancelled. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice 2 has been cancelled. Beetlejuice 2 has been found problematic in Miami. <laughs> oh, there's that new Hellboy movie. That thing looks bad. Yeah, who's in that? Oh, it's I, not Ron Perlman. It's, it's not. It's not Ron Perlman. I don't remember oh, his it's name. The, it's, the, it's the fucker from... It's the guy from fucking uh, Stranger Things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It's the cop from Stranger Things, and he just looks—he just looks bad. <laughs> he just, oh god, what they do uh, to his face? And Ian McShane is also in it, and I, th who I think was in, uh, was Ian McShane in the Halloween tw tw twenty eighteen movie? Oh, uh, no, I never saw that one. Oh, it's a good one. 
But no, uh, I'm con- I'm confusing names. No, he I'm confusing him with the I'm confusing um that actor with Ian McShane who was in uh, John Wick for a brief oh, period. Yeah. But yeah, that's upcominghorrormovies.com. Is there anything else on there that's worth looking at? There's a movie called Itsy Bitsy that's coming to VOD and DVD later this year, and it looks like spiders. Oh, dope. Uh, apparently, Midsummer has been moved from August 9th to July 3rd. What is Midsummer? Midsummer is the new movie by Ari Aster, the director of Hereditary. Oh, oh! That got bumped a month? That got bumped a mu- whole month. God, fuck. I'm slapping. I'm slapping. 1 800, we are slapping 24 7 for the new Ari Aster movie. Can't uh, wait to die <laughs> in the theater. Yeah. Can't wait to be killed. Um, it's going to be great. Oh yeah, I think this is the first episode that I've recorded since I saw Us, but Us was a good movie. Us was a really good movie. I've seen Us twice already, and yeah, it's it's great. I yeah. don't have any thoughts on it. <laughs> ready yeah, to me go. neither. I'm saving my thoughts because at some point Blair does want to come on for like an on-screen just to talk about it for a little bit. Okay, um, of course. That'll, be, that'll probably be coming out sometime soon, but like, yeah, it's a really good movie, and um, I... Can't the thing wait is to hear that, it. I, I think that my, my basic review is that like I think I liked like the plot a little bit less than Get Out, but I think the ensemble of actors were really way stronger in this one than in Get Out. Yeah, because just... um because um what was his name? Fucking Chris. I can't remember his actor. Daniel Kaluuya. Um, Daniel Kaluuya was phenomenal in that. Like no one else in that movie was like turning in a bad performance, but I just felt like Daniel Kaluuya was like like head and shoulders above the rest oh but, like yes. in this like winston duke and lupita and like their kids whose names i can't remember off the top of my head like even like the side characters like tim heidecker is a pitch perfect like casting for the role that he played tim heidecker in that movie is so amazing <laughs> tim heidecker looks like he is having so much fun in that movie <laughs> he is it's it's a delight to see. Like, I imagine he just channeled his, like, his Tim and Eric, like... I just imagine he channeled, like, a, 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 like, a di- like a, an aborted Tim and Eric sketch for that, for that movie. <laughs> I just, like, I just, like, kept... Like, the entire movie, I was more afraid of him just saying the words ridged chips the entire time. <laughs> than I was of him doing anything scary. Oh. Oh. But yeah, that's yeah. upcoming horror movies. Upcoming horror movies. That well, that one's current. A lot of yeah. fun. Recom- recommended. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you want to talk about a movie? I do want to talk about a movie. So this week we watched the 2014 film Housebound, aka Homestuck. <clears throat> Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, I hadn't uh, even considered that until literally just now, and I'm really upset at the thought of it. <laughs> Oh, this is a horror comedy out of New Zealand. Yes. Uh, very slapsticky, a lot, lo- whole lot of fun. Pretty yes. scary at times. Every delivers everything you want to see. Yeah, like I feel like it's I feel like it straddles a line that that horror comedies don't often do, which is that it's like it is both very funny and also like it, it is not like a, a a comedy movie that like be, that like does horror things. It is a movie that like definitely set out to be a horror and a comedy. 
and like it kind of reminded me of the like the first hour and a half of Hot Fuzz a little bit. Oh yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, like, very similar the, vibes. It's, yeah, excluding the part where uh, uh, Simon Pegg comes back and murders everyone in the village. Uh, well, uh, there's a there's a bit of an analog there. There is, yeah, there definitely is <laughs> there at the end of that. But like, it's not just like thirty solid minutes of action movie payoff. Oh, and remember, though, though the vil- though the bad guy does get it in the chin at the very end. Yeah, it's true. I was gonna say there is a pretty similar. Uh, there's some similarities between when the big church spike falls on the guy's head and hot fuzz in the end of this movie. Yeah. Their heads yeah, just do that. Wrong. Their heads do, in fact, just do that. I, I was more thinking of the fact that, like, that movie, the, that Hot Fuzz <laughs> ends with Skinner catching, like, a, a mini steeple through the jaw. And this movie oh, ends with yeah. him catching a fucking, like, what, what is it, a meat fork? That's true. Yes, a meat yeah. fork. Yeah. But let's get into this movie. So we oh, open yeah. we open with our main character, and I'm pulling up the Wikipedia page because I am so bad at character names, <laughs> even though I just finished watching this movie. Uh, Kylie. Kylie, yes. Kylie is in the middle of doing a uh, a robbery on an ATM. But it goes extremely wrong when her partner, like, fucking knocks himself out. And yeah, she, he, like, hits the gets herself- oh, he hits the ATM with a sledgehammer, bounces back and immediately hits himself in the head. <laughs> that was a, that's what will happen with a sledgehammer if you're not careful. You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. You gotta wear proper PPE. That's a... Uh, oh... Nope, I forgot it. Stands What's... for PP. Stands for PP energy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. It actually stands for personal protective equipment, but you don't really need to know that unless you're like in construction or you work for OSHA or some shit. OSHA. Oh my god, that's what I'm trying to pull. <laughs> it is an OSHA violation. Oh, extremely an OSHA violation. <laughs> but yeah, she gets <laughs> caught by the cops and um, the. Uh, her lawyer, uh, no, is it her pro- the prosecuting lawyer? Wh- either way, he's just like uh, he's recommending a treatment facility where she can, because it's implied that she has had a history of drug abuse, alcohol mm-hmm. abuse, and so she's re- being recommended to a treatment facility. Uh, the judge then says that she's apparently been through a number of those and sentences her to eight months house arrest, which is that's a long time. Like I. I went a little bit stir crazy when I was when I was like basically under house arrest for like I, I don't know I was under house arrest for like three weeks and even then like I still got to like go out sometimes like my parents took me some places oh uh, yeah like last year when I broke my foot yeah um, I know I bring that up like every week on this podcast but it is so weirdly relatable to everything we watch so yeah. <laughs> it's um, true but I. Uh, the where was it? But yeah, like three weeks almost did me in. Like I, I lost, I changed names during those three weeks. And I didn't know who I was for a brief while. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, being stuck will do that. Is so much. The first, the first like half hour of this movie, I was kind of like not really into it. I have to admit because it's just kind of like a petulant like girl being shitty in a teenage way to her parents. Yeah, it's true. And um, it's just like it's just, it's like family tension, and it's always something that I hate to see. But like the movie extremely picks up. It does. It does. Um. So Kylie gets to her mom's house. It's immediate. She immediately starts sort of butting heads. Especially like it is entirely her being antagonistic to her mom. Yeah, uh, Miriam and her stepdad, Graham. 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 
Uh, I, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, and I do like that it specifies that that is in fact spelled G R A E M E. Oh, perfect. Graham. <laughs> <laughs> can I have a Graham cracker? Yes, you can. Thank you. Here you go. Thank. You're welcome. Th- th- and this and this and this has been um, the world's worst restaurant. A play in a play in four lines. <laughs> Well, it's not the also, worst restaurant because all they serve is a graham cracker. But if like if you ask for a graham cracker, they will still give you a graham cracker. Yeah, it's like, true. The world's worst restaurant would be like a place that only serves like a graham cracker. And if you ask for a graham cracker, they'd fucking punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, then we also meet Amos, who is uh, a security contractor who sets up the ankle alarm thing for her. That's like, hey, fucking, you go anywhere. I'll fucking the the cops will know and you'll be in deep deep shit. <sighs> but then um, yeah. but then it's just like it's a while after just like being like kind of butting heads with her family and she's like I need to use the phone and her mom's like Nah I can't, Your phone's busy, and then her parents are like Hey we need to use the television and she's just like Nope can't TV's busy. Yeah, and then it's just, event at a certain point. Um, Kylie is upstairs listening to the radio yes. and uh, while well, her mom is using the phone and she hears her mom call into a radio station and start talking about how she has had a lot of paranormal experiences in their house. Yeah. And she's she gets kind of mad about it, but she like listens to the whole thing and like waits for the phone to hang up and then she's like, hey mom, I'm going to smoke one of your cigarettes and also say call you out for calling the radio station about ghosts. She yeah. dialed. Who? When there's something strange in the neighborhood, who are you gonna call? Uh, you're gonna call one six seven WKBT and just say the phrase that pays, which is "ghosts are the most." <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit of a roundabout way, and also I don't think yeah. any phone. I don't think any phone number starts with the digit one, but um, you know. But, oh, uh, well, you're call, you're calling from uh, a different cut. Co- Actually, I just realized one is the like area for the North America. So yeah, <laughs> well, we tried. Listen, we did. We did try. Um, but uh, yeah, she's just like, hey, fucking, let me use the phone, and there's that, that just an argument, I guess. Um, but why does Kylie go down to the basement? Because that's what I remember happening next. I don't remember why she goes down there. Uh. Yeah, well, there's also uh, Miriam, the mother, brings up that Kylie also believed in a ghost when she was a child. Oh, that's right. You're right. She was. Yes. She's in fact so scared that she c- could not sleep. Um, yes. Let's did see. You ever, did you ever have anything like that? Like, what, what what kept you up at night when you were a kid? If you, if that's not too uh, too deep to think about, because when I was a kid, I I don't know if this is a normal thing, but when I was a kid, like. Um, I just, like, had severe issues thinking about, like, okay, the universe goes on forever, and I can accept that, but the universe was also forever ago, infinity ago, and that, like, just kind of kept me up extremely late. Like, how is some how is something forever ago? Oh, yeah. Uh... Like, like, for some, like, somehow that part of my brain has, like, sealed itself away like a tesseract, like the fucking puzzle box from Hellraiser. So, like, I can think about it now, like, hypothetically, and just be like, yeah, huh, that's weird, and not really think too much about it, but I know for a fact, if I dig deep enough, like, I would just have to take my headphones off and go lie in bed and just think about it until the sun came up tomorrow. <laughs> so valid. So valid. Yeah. 
yeah, um, I, I didn't really watch Believe in Ghosts when I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I didn't. I was just kind of afraid of the dark generically. I didn't really believe in anything. I was just like, oh, it's dark. That's scary. Oh, yeah. Same, same here. Um, yeah. Honestly, though, the thing that kept me up, horror movies, because I got it. It was always like selective on which ones would get me. I got so upset by bad Val Kilmer movie Mind Hunters. I you know don't that know one? Mind Hunters. Uh, oh God. Um, here, give me a second to bust out the Wikipedia machine. Yeah, uh, that's a, that, it sounds familiar, and I'm really excited because we were absolutely going to watch that when I come to when I come to Canada. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it has LL Cool J, Christian Slater, Val Kilmer. Oh, oh um, my they're, god! They're like uh, FBI profilers in training, and uh, everything goes wrong, and it's very bad. This but does it's, su- it's, yeah, it this scared me. Uh, someone gets frozen by like liquid nitrogen and their guts explode and they're all frozen Oof. and it scared scared me very bad okay i just had a really visceral memory of the shit that scared me when i was a kid um wasn't a horror movie but the first mission impossible do you remember that movie did you ever see the first mission impossible i did actually a very long time ago so for those who are unaware the first mission impossible opens with just like you know everything breaking bad as bad as possibly can be like someone gets their eyes impaled on an elevator someone else gets like a car blown up on them someone else gets like stabbed through an alleyway like it's just like a bunch of secret agents and everything going extremely bad and them all dying and it just really fucked me up when i was young oh yeah no i mean like kids will get stuff stuck in their brain little brains I was afraid to walk past mirrors for a year following the only time I ever saw the mo- the trailer for the Keanu... Nope, not Keanu. Kiefer Sutherland movie, Mirrors. About <laughs> ghosts in the mirrors. Uh-huh. I That's was so baby. Valid, though. We're all baby. We were all baby at one point. Um, but yeah, she, she go. Why, why did she go into the basement again? Uh, I don't know. I don't... You know what? Honestly, I couldn't tell you. I have some notes here, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a... Was it just like a fuse box or something? Because like the fuse box was like a recurring like problem in this movie, I think. Oh, you know what? Um, so we have some scenes where uh, more and more paranormal stuff is happening to Kylie. Uh, one of the highlights being when a animatronic stuffed bear starts talking to her in de- oh, demon that's voice. Right. That, she, that was she <laughs> continues or she begins to beat the living shit out of it by punching and kicking it and then throwing it in a fire and then we cut to next morning where she's in the shower and the burned corpse of the stuffed bear walks in. It's so funny. It's very, very funny. Also, I also appreciate the movie not wasting my time. Like, as soon as she flicked the light on and started talking directly to the stuffed bear, I thought for sure nothing was going to happen. But sure enough, that bear does start walking and talking, and she does beat the shit out of it. I feel like in a movie that I feel like in a movie that didn't respect my time quite as much, there would have been like a bit more of a back and forth about that, and would have been more of an element of horror. But like, the thing is that like. There's a little bit of creepy value to that kind of thing. Like, a Teddy Ruxpin is definitely a little bit creepy, but, like, there's only so much creepiness mm-hmm. to be to be gained from it. It's true. Um, so, what happens is, earlier in the movie... Oh, uh, you know what? Where what? are we? I think I skipped something. Uh... Yeah. So, Kylie goes down to the basement. Oh, because her, because one of her old phones is ringing. She can um, hear through the house. 
Yes, and hello, Moto. There we go. Back on track. And when Thank he goes you. down... Yes, to like, how, how can I forget hello, Moto? That's such a funny thing because, like, you know, the call literally coming from inside the house, that's a little... That's, like, a classic horror trope thing. But, like, the fact that, like... I don't know. I, I really appreciate the fact that it's like it's playing with like things that are definitely scary, but it's like there's like this like element of like groundedness, like sort of almost familiarity. Yeah, absurdity yeah. and familiarity that makes it really funny. Like the Hello Moto, like the fact that the ringtone that's like like the telltale heart that is beating in the walls is just Hello Moto, and then like some fucking like shitty techno like it's like it's great. I love it. It's really good. <laughs> um. But she goes down to the basement to find the phone. Um, her ankle bracelet goes off, and then her ankle is grabbed by an unseen hand. An unseen, very grimy hand. Very grimy. It's pretty gross. Yeah. Um, and so when the oh, uh, so she her gets her mom. Off. Yeah, her. She gets her mom because uh, there's someone wandering around their house, and they hide from them. When the person comes out, they beat the living shit out of him, and it's Amos, the uh, social worker. Yep. There's a really good line here where where she's just like, well, am I supposed to believe you were in the neighborhood? And he was like, no, I... And then he unzips his shirt, and he's like, I live in the neighborhood. And he just, like, and he's reveals just, his... He's his just jammies. Like, yeah, he's in his jammies! <laughs> uh, um, it's but very he's good. Like, Wait, a ghost? And he, like, do, he, like, goes into full, like, full, like, um... Uh, what's the paranormal word? investigator? Yes, thank you. He just like goes full paranormal investigator. He pulls out like a tape recorder, starts talking into it, starts asking the ghost questions, and like Kylie is like, mm, fucking whatever. Which is like, considering how like I, I feel like th that's like one thing that I find a little bit difficult to believe in this movie. Like the part where Kylie is a non-believer. Like Kylie definitely like I I, I don't know. Like I feel like she's just like. I don't know. Maybe, maybe actually, no. Maybe it does fit actually because it's her rebelling against her mother in every way, shape, or form possibly. Because her mother can't be right that the house is actually haunted. Yes, it's it just true. Yeah, her no way. Her mother's right. No, of course not. Everything her mother is wrong about everything, including this, and that's why a man grabbed me and not a ghost. And I'm gonna make fun of the. I'm gonna make fun of the security man for looking for ghosts, despite her history of seeing ghosts and being afraid of them. Yes. Um, hmm. But so, then, um, uh, Amos. Oh, is, oh, so. Oh, go on. Ultimately, um, Amos begins a paranormal investigation. Uh, they, so he becomes more involved in the goings on in their house. And yeah, and I like this character a lot. <laughs> he is. He's a he's a friend and a boy. He's just like he's such a friendly funny actor and it's i don't know a delight to see him every time yeah so um at some point during uh the fight with amos the an old antique is broken so graham the stepdad uh gets kylie to help fix the fix the antique and right yes well well they are uh while they're doing that, Graham is talking to her and accidentally lets slip that despite her believing that it was previously a B&B, &B, they actually ha a lot of the stuff that they have in their basement was donated. And when she goes to investigate this, finds out that their house was previously a halfway house in which a girl was brutally murdered 
by being stabbed 67 times with a meat fork. That's so many times. The thing is, like, a meat fork has two prongs. So a meat fork has two... Yeah, it's... A meat it's, fork has two prongs, so that's, like, 134 stabs. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of stabs. It's a lot of stabs. I, I, I prefer not to think about it. <laughs> that's very fair. Um... But uh, around this time is also when we meet Dennis, uh, the clinical psychologist who was uh, assigned to Kylie. And he's just like, gaslight are us the entire yep. time. Like, he, it becomes clear when you, when you know the twist of the, twist of the movie, but like, it, it's pretty clear from the get-go, too, that this character is just like, in, introducing the movie to not believe her. Yeah, or just like, offer not non-helpful. He's just yeah. trying to do whatever he, he shut can. shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Get on with her sentence rather than believing in ghosts. Yeah. But um, after she finds out that it's a horrific, that it's the site of a murder, um, she's like, "Hey, Amos, someone was murdered here." And Amos is like, he his ears perk up like he's a dog, and he's like, "Oh, murder. Okay, I give a shit again." (laughs) Which like valid. I don't blame him for not giving a shit until now. Um. Um, Oh, go on. No worries. Uh, oh, and then we have a scene where Kylie is becoming more and more afraid of this house because now she knows that there has been this grisly murder. So she tries to get a transfer. Uh, this is with um, Amo, or no, it is with Dennis and another social worker, and her and her mother. So she when asking for a transfer, is told that it'll only happen if she is proven to be a danger to herself or others. Yeah. So she makes, she makes a scene and walks out. There are there are two very good scenes, scenes in this movie of someone doing an action and then looking at someone else like, did you buy that? Did I, did I sell that? <laughs> and that's, this is the first one because she just like, like uh, uh, Miriam walks in and she has like a platter of like some baked good and Kylie just like immediately fucking flips it like just knocks it out of her hands and also like just uh uh like just fucks with like a uh it looks like a uh close like hanger a drying rack, a drying yeah, rack. yeah like a metal drying rack and then um she storms out and the power goes out and there's a really really like a perfect marriage of horror and comedy in that, um, like, there's just, like, a blackout, and we hear Miriam go downstairs to, like, try and flip the breakers, and we hear Dennis just saying, no, no, it's not that one, it's not that one. And then we hear a click, and the br- and the light goes on, and then we see, like, this weird, like, this, like, if you made Cousin It, but you only had, like, two mops to do the job, like, this is what it would look like. Like, if you just, like, you <laughs> took two mops that had been used to clean a high school, and you used them to make Cousin It, that's what it looks like. Just, like, standing over... Uh, Dennis, and then the light goes, and there's like a big horror sting, and it's a very effective scene, but then like the light goes out immediately, and it, and Dennis is like, oh no, I think it was that one. Uh, yeah, go back, hit that one again. <laughs> and then there's like a, come on, it's a really funny scene. It's a really funny, but like really scary scene. Yeah. Because when the lights go out, it just cuts to black. You don't see anything. Yeah, so you no have no idea what can, could be no going nothing. on. Yeah. But, um, when then the lights the light- finally come back on, uh, we see Dennis has been wrapped in the clothes hanger with several scratches on his face and one of the wires poked through his hand. Yes. Which is what bastard man Dennis deserves. And in that scene, at the end of that scene, Kylie comes back in looking shocked. 
Yeah. And the cops are like, well, you obviously did it. And then Miriam was, Miriam was like, no, that was a ghost. And the cops are like, you're sure you're okay with pushing the narrative that a ghost attacked? And she, Miriam's like, yep. <laughs> and the cops just kind of walk up and like, okay, then. Yeah. She's a very sweet lady. Yeah. Um, this next scene might be my favorite in the movie because, um, earlier in the movie, Kylie discovered, like, a, a stash of, like, things that the murder victim from however long ago had had. Um, and in that stash was a, uh, a retainer which looked to belong to the person who was responsible for her death. Um, and it's a nasty retainer because it's been hiding for 20 years. I um... But she finds out that her next door neighbor uh, wears a retainer, and she is like immediately convinced, like, okay, that's him, Amos. You have to turn off my, you have to turn off my device and let me sneak in there. And Amos is like, I shouldn't do that. And Kylie's like, I'm gonna do it. And Amos is like, you're all right. I'll give you half an hour. (laughs) Yeah, I'll give you half an hour. Fucking get it done or get out. Um, And then this scene goes on for like torturously long because Kylie sneaks in and and she jams her hand into the into the sleeping guy's mouth and just like you think okay he's gonna wake up and then it like cuts to her and back to him and her hand is deeper in his mouth her hand just goes deeper and deeper in his mouth and and she's clawing into his like mouth (laughs) it's so (laughs) it's so funny funny and also so scary ugh um Eventually, she pulls out the retainer, but it goes flying, and the man wakes up, so she has to leave. And Amos is standing outside, so he begins to leave with her until he his leg gets caught in a bear trap. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Uh, a, a really rough way for uh, a really rough way for him to go. Semper funny. Uh, rest in peace, Amos. Rip, rip Amos. Yeah, just never kidding. comes he's, back. Just yeah, he's he's dead for the rest of the movie. Just kidding, he's back. Just we, kidding, love, he's we, back. Lo- we love him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Ky- in the meantime, Kylie like runs home and tries to hide in the basement, and um, like she thinks she's like in the closet. She's got like these pair of like what is it like guard like bush shears? Yeah, like big garden shears. Um, Amos yeah. has called and told her that he the old man's coming with a gun. Yeah. So she's just waiting for him to show up. Yeah. And then someone opens up the closet door. She stabs, and it's Graham. His grab. What, like... Okay, the thing is that, like... Only one character dies in this movie. Only one character dies in this movie? We will get to it, though. (laughs) Graham takes a pair of shears to the chest. And then... I get get that you don't have too much, like... Like, space... Like, granted, like, shoving a thing six inches, you can only get so much force in those six inches. But, like, still, I feel like... Garden shears to the chest should be curtains, but maybe he's just lucky. Yeah, you you never know. Might not hit yeah. anything important outside of the fact that like when the shears are pulled out, he's spurting blood all over Kylie. Yeah, it's really fun. She like it's really funny. She pulls like the shears out, and uh, there's just like uh, this one little weak jet of uh, blood, blood squirting yeah. all over her face from off screen. It's foreshadowing for the later move for the later part of the movie. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, uh, so Graham's in the hospital recovering, and Amos tries to sneak back into the guy's house to steal the retainer, and the, the neighbor just comes out and is like, I didn't kill that kid. I didn't do it. But, uh, and then, I, can, and then he, I can show you a weird thing, which is I this can ki- show you this kid. <laughs> I uh, think that he killed her. So a year before the 
girl at the ha- halfway house was killed. Um, this guy had taken in a shut-in who was who apparently didn't speak to people, didn't eat off plates, um, mm-hmm. but had a gift for electronics. Yeah. Um, and then he ended up running away after the old man beats him or something. It's yeah. D- don't remember it exactly, and it's kind of weird. Um, it is a little bit weird because that guy does explicitly only leave after the, uh, or only only that guy leaves like an hour, a year before the murder happens. Yeah. So. So it makes you it makes you thinking emoji. Oh yeah, big thinking emoji. Yeah. Um, um, but so Kylie is like at home, just like trying to do some vacuuming. And oh yeah, she acts- it's um, it's actually a sweet moment. There's a sweet moment of after yes, Miriam is spending time in the hospital with Graham, and it shows Kylie uh, just cleaning the house, which like before she is just like left the house in a pretty disastrous state. But yeah, disarray, I mean, ate an entire meatloaf on her own. Oh wait, no, oh, that was no, that no, was, no, that, no. Was, that was foreshadowing, babe. Okay, yeah. I, I, I couldn't... Uh, that The audio was a little bit quiet for me there. I couldn't tell if she said I ate it or if she said that I don't know what happened to it. Um, but, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you're right. That was foreshadowing. That was... That was the little boy. Yes, it was. Uh, oh, shit. I keep... I'm getting lost. Where, where are we at? That's fine. Um, We... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when she's cleaning oh. the house, she's trying to put the vacuum away and, like... Vacuum won't exactly fit. She does that thing that we all do sometimes, at least I, I, I do, and I don't know if everyone else does, where it's like, you can't really get something to, like, work or fit, so you just kind of, like, you get really frustrated with it, and you start, like, pushing it in with more and more force. Have you ever, done, you ever do that? Of course. I mean, like, who doesn't? We're all human, right? Yes. Well, you are. Well, uh, what if I'm dog? Shit. I hadn't, consider- I hadn't considered that. But it's true, though. It's it is true. <laughs> you best believe Sof- it. Sophie dogs estrogen like her. It's true. Their middle name is dogs. It's true. I'm big dogs. You are big dogs. Uh-huh. But, um. So in the in the process of doing this, she she discovers um the tunnels built into her built into her house by uh Eugene the the little boy, um. And I think this is where Eugene first uh, attacks her, right? Yes. Yeah. He, he is uh, now a grown man, uh, and he starts coming after her, uh, chases her outside to a vehicle where she locks him out and drives away. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Amos shows up also at the police station, and Kylie is like, hey, there's a wild serial killer in my house, and the cops are like, I don't believe that. And Amos is like, no, it's true, and they're like, okay, we believe that. Yeah. Um, like, at the and at this point, this movie just becomes very much about not believing women. Yeah, it's basically, uh, what if women be getting gaslit? Yeah, and like, I don't think that's, un- I don't think that, I, I think that is like, I like that. I appreciate that. Like, I don't. I don't like. Do you know what I mean? Like, I. I, I, yeah. I like whenever horror movies are like that. Like, where it's very much like, no one believes Kylie, but then Amos is there to back her up, and like, no one believes Miriam about it, even though she's been talking about the weird happenings in her house this whole time. Like, even if it was just like, oh, I think there's a ghost in my basement because there's all the fuck. There's some fucking noise that happens down there. Like, even if it was just like piping, like, 
No, they they just kind of brush her off a lot. Yeah. No, it's um a pretty common theme of women being disregarded throughout the movie. Oh, yes. So they arrive back with some cops and Amos and Dennis at their house. Um, Kylie is trying to show them the tunnels, but they've all been boarded up. And Dennis is constantly talking about how she's been diagnosed with BPD and hasn't been taking her medication and is fabricating things and just all sorts of awful gaslighty shit. Yeah, um, but then he takes out a retainer and Kylie is like, wait a fucking second. Uh, and then she's like, she pulls her mom off to the side and like, hey mom, can you distract him for a bit? I need to go do some, th- I need to go do some things. Um, and then we just get a fun scene of like her just like keeping Dennis busy. With just like mom small talk. It's, it's a lot of fun. Speaking um, of someone who's been caught, I, I have been caught on the... F- my, my mom does not do mom small talk, but my grandma does is, like, notorious for mom small talk. Like, she will... she Like, I have called her up with the a- intent of just, like, saying happy birthday to her and then eating the dinner that is piping hot on my table. And then I have hung up the phone, uh, my food cold, an hour passed. Yep, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I know it. Grandmas be like... <laughs> um... um. Let's see. But yeah, uh, De- um, Dennis, uh, Ky- Kylie is just like, oh. hey, th- there's some suspicious shit happening here. Dennis, you worked here, didn't you? And Dennis is like, uh, 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 uh. Yeah, she uh, finds uh, a file uh, saying that the Lizzie, the girl who was murdered, um, attacked uh, Dennis on his first day working at the halfway house. <laughs> nice job, dipshit. Yep. Do better at your job and maybe women won't attack you. And so they confront you know, him with you know that, that. You know that drill tweet that's like, "Girls are my wife constantly." Yep. For Dennis, it's girls are girls are my assailants constantly. <laughs> <laughs> because then he like tries to attack uh, Kylie and Miriam, and there is like this fifteen minute long scene in the house, and it's a really good scene of them just like fighting, trying to keep everything together, like trying to just like you know keep Dennis from killing them. They find like a dead cop in the shower with a corkscrew in his back. Oh yeah. And, and, and there's and, a oh I gotta mention there's a scene where or, um Dennis is first attacking them and Kylie with a cheese grater attached to her arm just grates the shit out of his face it's yeah, super funny it's great um but yeah there's this like big fucking like uh, like knuckle dragging like slug them out fest um between them and like not 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 exactly, but like they, they manage to escape and Kylie and Miriam make it into the walls where uh Eugene is hiding and they find out that he's just a scared guy uh, the same way that like that he's as scared of them as they are of him. Um and then uh fucking they they get up on the roof at one point, um where they're like all oh, sliding Yeah, uh-huh. uh so at one point, Kylie tampers with her bracelet. Amos shows up and is attacked. Rip Amos, never see you again in the movie. Yep. Uh, rip to uh, a real one. F to pay respects. Press an F. Slam that F key. Um, Semper funny. Semper funny. Uh, he gets Kylie's tracker from Amos uh, and is following them. He stabs Eugene through the wall. Yeah. Um, and so follows them up to the roof 
he is not almost immediately knocked off the roof and yeah. uh, falls to presumably his death. Uh, so they what what is what is it, what do they throw at him? They throw like a is it like a oh just like or? a it's just like a roof shingle <laughs> like a oh, okay, heavy yeah. ass they roof just shingle. They him in the head with a roof shingle and he like falls off the roof and like Kylie and uh, 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 Miriam make their way back into the house and they're like recovering and what's the thing that Kylie says before Dennis comes back on screen? Do you remember? I unfortunately do not. That's uh, fine. Oh, we actually skipped over something earlier. Remember how earlier when I said that there was, like, two scenes when someone, like, does a thing and then looks at someone and is like, did I sell that? Because um, when Amos comes to the door, Dennis is like, oh, God, everything's gone horribly wrong. I, I, I messed it all up. It was Eugene. Eugene killed them. And then he does this the most The rat. fakest cry I've ever seen. Yeah, he just ha- he does this fake cry and then just gives a look, like, Hey, did you? Do you believe in this? Am I selling this enough? Did you buy <laughs> it's, that? It's so good. It worked so Lord, well. Lord knows, I have given that look before, and I have not given it for the last time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we all do. Yeah, but for me, it's like for more. It's me. For me, it's more of a place of like genuine. Play, it's more like a point of genuine. Like it's me looking at them to be like, "Hey, you believe you? You know that I'm not making this up, right?" But like, it always just kind of looks like you're buying this, right? Yeah, I'm a very um, earnest person. I don't do that kind of shit. Yeah, that's true. Um, so we, yeah, they are back downstairs after the roof, um, and then. Dennis comes back in for one last time. Well, well, because Ky- Kylie says something, and uh, I, uh, um, oh yeah, yeah, because because they, uh, Miriam calls nine or whatever nine one one is in New Zealand. I think it's like one 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 or something. Um, but uh, and she's just like, well, well, what should I tell them? Should I tell them that there was a? We thought there was a serial killer. You know, would you like to talk to them? And then like the camera goes close on Kylie's face, and then we just see a, boom, like just a hard right hook. From Dennis, from off screen, and it's great. Kylie goes, it's really funny. Kylie goes, yeah. like a sack of potatoes, and then um, Dennis starts walking over to Miriam and is like, "Well, just tell them that you're predisposed. You have to call them back later." And starts strangling her with the phone cable, um, and then Eugene opens the door next to where Kylie's head is and like hands her a meat fork, and. This scene made me scream laugh. I just need to be clear about this. Because she jams the meat fork into Dennis's chin, and it looks like he's about to like start get up and start fighting again, but then he realizes that the uh, the the meat fork is connected to something else, and it is connected to a very long cable. Um, and it leads into Eugene's little lair. He throws a switch, and then Dennis is off. And then his head explodes. His head just does that. His head just does that. <laughs> it does that. Oh, it's the best. Um, you get to see <laughs> Miriam spit a piece of his face out of her mouth. Yeah. It's or no, that's great. Kylie. But yeah, it's oh, it's yeah, wonderful. It is. And then we get a little post-credit scene where we see Amos is fine. He, uh, uh, he is taking off. Kylie's bracelet at the end of the eight months and uh, Miriam's filming it and then the camera runs out of batteries she says oh I can't I don't know why that happened Uh, it was charging all night and then Kylie just yells Eugene and And the movie movie ends and that's the end of the movie Um, on a scale of zero to five uh Asexual glory holes. How many asexual <laughs> glory holes are you giving this movie? Uh, I'm leaning between three point five and four. It has a slow start. 
um, Kylie's a real mean jerk for a while, and you don't really get much catharsis out of it. But it ends up being just a really funny, fun, scary movie, and it just nails everything it's going for, and has some nice character moments, has some good character growth, just like everyone's acting is just they play their characters really well um so actually you know what i'm talking about it i think i'm gonna give it a four it's a f- super fun watch it's yeah a bit gory but if you're in for it i'm i'd hope you are if you're listening to a horror movie podcast give it a go it's it's tons of fun honestly i don't think it really qualifies as that gory until the very end like yeah some people get some people are getting like like some people are definitely getting stabbed and stuff but like it, it's never really fatal like no one's head's coming off well like, the, you, so, you get to hear end, someone's head does you come do off. get yeah. to hear someone talk about how they were stabbed 67 times with meat fork also bitten also <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, that's true um, but yeah, I'm also going to give this four asexual glory holes because I, I, I had a very good I had a very good time watching this movie. I feel like it's very rare that a movie actually straddles the line where it, like this felt like a horror movie that was like punched up by a comedy writer and not a comedy movie that the comedy writer tried to make into a horror movie. Because every time that ha- every time a horror movie every time a comedy is made into a horror comedy, it always just feels like the people are like, okay, what are some horror movie tropes? Let's do those. But, like, it, it's a genuinely good horror comedy, and I really had a blast with it. Good movie. And the way that it ends is great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely worth a watch. Um, we have question. Do we? We have question from at uh, hey underscore underscore what's up, Michael, who says, huh, home, homestuck. Oh, homestuck. Thank, uh, any thoughts? Thank you. Uh, homestuck. I don't know her. <laughs> Homestuck. Rest in peace, Homestuck. Rest in peace, Homestuck. Rest in peace, Homestuck. Rest in peace, Amos. We hardly knew ye. Yep. Uh, you got a recommendation? I do, actually. So if you have Shudder, I would recommend... Or my... Oh, is it just recommendations or we do Lightbringers on this show? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I recommend Horror Noir, A History of Black Horror... It's a documentary starring a bunch of people who have been active all throughout black horror history, including the director of Blackula. They have Tony Todd, who is Candyman. Just, they have Jordan Peele for doing a few bits. It's a a really great watch. Covers a lot of stuff. I would content warning for, there's some pretty graphic uses of racist violence. Especially, Mm -hmm. there's a bit right at the beginning where they show you a fair bit in a pretty tight timeline. Otherwise, it's spaced throughout the movie, and I think it does a decent... It, it does a good job of tying the uh, contents of the horror movies to that violence. Nice. And absolutely recommended. I think it's a great watch. Um, my recommendation this week is going to be one that you are very familiar with, Sophie. Oh, yes. It's going to be the anime that we've been watching. Uh, it's called Shinsekai Yori. We're only about halfway through at this point, so I can't say for sure that it ends as well as it starts. But, um, well, actually, it doesn't really start all the... It starts yeah, it, very it, strong. It, it, it starts it, it, very strong for two epi- for three episodes, and then kind of peters for, like, four and five, and then comes back strong from then on, and it hasn't really dropped since. But, um... <clears throat> so, if you're at all familiar with Hiroaka, and you remember how that, that story starts with... The, the, like it, it has a very optimistic view of the first person to get superpowers, which is just like a baby that glows is born. 
And this says, and this one is kind of on the other end of the spectrum, which is, okay, what if the first person to get superpowers just got, like, psychic powers and just used them for murder? And it's... That kind of sounds a little bit, like, ugh, edgy for Edge's sake, but, like, it, it feels like... It, it is a story... It is a show that has weight that I feel like has earned the weight. Like, I like the characters a lot. Like, I care about them... I, I care about them. They are much more than just, like, bags of meat that I want to see die in interesting ways. Like, I feel like, uh... What was it? Another was kind of like that for me. I felt like I felt like some of Another was very compelling, but some of it was just like, how am I going to watch these kids die? Yeah, no, it's, um, it's a great show. Yeah. Uh, it has a lot of... In, it has a lot of interesting things to say about... Uh, what it's... Sub about its subject matter, and... Yes. Yeah. I certainly recommend it. Yep, and the end theme is a bopper. The end thing, uh, the end theme, truly a bop. Yep. Okay. Um, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Fear Baiting. Um, Sophie, where can people find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Estrogen Liker. I mostly exist on the Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die Discord, which you can find at. Uh, at HKIPGTD on Twitter, and I'll have a link there. Um, otherwise, I keep a low profile. Yeah. You know. That's how they roll. You know how it is. Um, well, uh, thank you for listening to Fear Baiting. Uh, if you want to find this podcast, patreon.com slash fearbaiting is where you can go to give us money, and we can be found pretty much everywhere else uh, just fearbaiting. So, you know, Twitter, Tumblr, Gmail, all that stuff. Um... <clears throat> But if you want to support us on Patreon, we got some we got some shits. We got shit over there. Um, you can get $1 a month, get you early access to everything, uh, access to our polls, which I haven't done in a little while because it's kind of been weird to do with me having guests on all the time. Um, but I'll figure something out, don't worry. Uh, 5 bucks a month, get your name read on the show and a message read. And 10 bucks gets you to make us watch a horror movie. Um, so thank you very much to Michael Kaiser, Paul Moran, Kit Spindler, Paul Bechtel, Ducky Aisha, and special guest Sophie. Yeah! Donate. Yeah. I do it. Yay. Um, if you want to find me, you can listen well and my listen to my other podcasts, uh, The Wonder Years, which I do with Blair or, which I do with Blair and Seda, where we talk about animorphs, uh, listen to Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, where me and too many of my friends to name talk about politics. Uh, it's it's a politics podcast for the terminally online. Um, and I was also recently on an episode of the podcast Running in the 90s, which is a show about 90s anime, and uh, I got to go on there and talk about the uh, OVA of Birdie the Mighty, which if you know uh, if you know my backstory, you know that that show was like extremely integral to my genders, um, and getting to go on that show and just talk about it was a blast. It was a super fun episode. The episode actually like just went up at the time of this recording, so by the time you're hearing this, it's already up. I really recommend you go check it out. Um, and uh, I think that's everything uh oh yeah you can find me on twitter at sunhatgenya s-u-n-h-a-t-z-h-e-n-y-a that's also me on snouts.online on mastodon um but i think that's gonna do it uh sophie again thank you very much for being on the podcast it was a delight it, having you it was a pleasure to be on yeah and thank you for um, watching a wonderful movie with me yeah my pleasure but until next time i'm sarah i'm sophie and remember you can find us. You can put a spicy lady anywhere. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night.